to do. Eat sea rations for the next 30 years, and then get in the elevator and return to the world. Return to what? What will we have to return to? <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to have a slow death of boredom. I'll go right out there in that radiation-laden atmosphere now. Goodbye. I'm getting back in the elevator. The general say, what are you, a fool? Look at those people out there. Look at them. And sure enough, there'll be two or three weirdos staring at that camera. Singing madly. <laughs> Can't you see they're insane? <laughs> the two are gone. <laughs> but I don't care, General. I want to be with them. <laughs> I know they're a little odd. <laughs> I know the radiation's gotten to them, but. I feel more at peace with them than I ever could with you and your stinking military machine. <laughs> and with that, I'll uh, get in the elevator and back up to the top floor. Of course, the weirdo will be waiting for me when I get off the elevator. You think that maybe you and I can take a simultaneous constitutional? Why not, huh? What's not to like? Come on, let's start. Three days only. See your store with 50 bucks. I grabbed him and snatched that old man across the counter. I said, let me tell you something, Pop. You better find that 150 bucks. Right now, I'm going to start pulling nose hairs out, and I grabbed a pair of tweezers. I said, you got it, dear? <laughs> As I held that bleeding nose hair in my tweezers, and he said, please, I don't have it. You can't get money from a stone. I said, hey, this is a nice counter clock you got here. It must be pretty expensive. Whoops. He said, please, I brought that from my mother's mantle in Latvia. I said, I'm tired of hearing about Latvia, huh? I got a Latvia right here. Try it out. Maybe another nose here to help you find that money. Oh, here we go. Oh, what's this here? This looks like a nice keepsake. What is this, some kind of heirloom you got here, Pop? He said, please. I said, don't play. I, I got to come back with, I got problems, too. And I got to come back with 150 bucks from you. Tell you what. Maybe I can persuade you. I threw him down on the floor, and I took out the 45 that they gave me. I jacked around in the chamber, and I cocked back the hammer. I held it to the old man's head. I said, all right, Pop. All right, Pop. Yeah, you see this? You see this? Yeah. And I put the gun to his temple. I said, start gobbling. Start now! Uh, so the old man, tears rolling down his cheeks, popped out his false teeth, and... Uh, Ooh, it was nice. Ah, Nelly, I just stood there. You know, before you know it, I forgot about the 150 bucks as he was going to town. I, my knees started buckling. I'm thinking, ooh. Ah, 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 ah. I got so into it, I just you know, threw my head back. I dropped the gun. It clattered to the floor. The old man picked up the gun, stuck it back in my hand, and said, Hey, hold the gun at my head for crying out loud. My wife might come in. Right now, there are... What it must be like to strap on a gun and pin on a badge and become a lawman. Well, you're a grizzled 20-year veteran of the city police. You got a big pendulous belly and an attitude. Since you've been on a long time, they always give you the rookies to break in. So you got this rookie all eager, freshly shaved. You say, all right, rookie, you drive. I'm going to show you how this job works. 
The rookie says, Jeepers, what should we do right now? Should we go cruising uh, known crime areas and looking for uh, criminals in the act of uh, criminality? They say, no, first thing we do is drive to this deli on 3rd and Main where we get free breakfast. He said, but isn't that in the code that we shouldn't accept gratuities of any guy? You say, look, you take the code and put it where the air is rare, all right? To the deli, to the deli. So you head to the deli here. Five is slow north of the Occoquan River Bridge. Uh, Braddock Road is heavier than normal this morning. Uh, we'll keep you posted. I'll be back in a while. If anything goes Take a look at DC 101 traffic. The policeman. DC 101. Look out! If anything happens, you're confused, just wake me up. Right, I had a big night last night. So you slouch down in the seat, you tilt the brim of your cap over your eyes, and... fall deep, deep, deep asleep. I mean, you're having the nicest dream, you're 10 hut, when all of a sudden your dream is shattered by the sound of a... You wake up and you see the smoke of a car disappearing in the distance, and sure enough, uh, you look out and there's the rookie splattered in the road. You run out, he goes, ah, ah. You run back to the car. HQ, this is 3809. We have officer down. Uh, send an ambulance. HQ goes, where are you? You look around, you're on a country road, no street signs. They say, 3809, where are you? You say, oh my God! An hour later, they find you. You're a broken man, you're whimpering. You're whimpering! At the funeral, everybody comes up to you and spits in your face! After the funeral, a day later, you call down to Internal Affairs. They say, we might not let you go for sleeping on the job uh, and not knowing where you were at the moment of crisis. Uh, we might let you go for having the audacity to show up at the funeral uh, and stand there as a mockery, as a mockery to those people. Uh, but we can never, ever, ever, ever forgive you uh, for leaving the church when you saw you weren't welcome uh, and ticketing all the cars. Uh, but take this maggot downstairs and fuck him! Rockin' with the Grease Man on WWDC-FM Washington, DC 101. be doing the bump. Uh, Felipe, you just stepped on my foot there. I don't care. Well, you better watch that. Uh, Watch me work now. Watch me work. Get down. 
But as it turned out, we had a we, the whole trip was uh, had a dark cloud over it because of what happened. We were we were eating in the officers' mess, and uh, you know we were all sitting there. We were the honored guests. We sat at the head table, uh, and uh, the cook came running out of the kitchen. He said, "I had six cucumbers in there. This this petty pilferage has got to stop. And there's only five of them in there now. We're out at sea. We can't get fresh fruit. I had six cucumbers in there, and uh, I, somebody on the ship was a thief. And I just I, the, the, the thought of that." Uh, and I looked around, and I could see Felipe had that look in his eyes. And Felipe, can you step outside or something? I said, gentlemen, would you excuse us one second? I got Felipe outside. I made sure I looked up and down the hallway. I said, give me that. <laughs> Take us down to the head, wash it off, and bring it back to the kitchen. Pronto! All your life, you had to remember numbers. Seven. Like when you... And her stinking mother and father were over. And my sister Nadine and my nephew Chauncey. God, I hated that kid's guts. God, I hated his God, I admit it, I hated little Chauncey's guts. And we were sitting around the table and everybody's screaming and fighting. Who's going to say grace? Who's going to do this? And finally, I either had to tip the table over in everybody's lap or leave the room. So I left the room and I walked into the kitchen to get out my hostilities and I noticed the trash compactor. The trash compactor was almost calling me. Beckoning me. The trash compactor almost had a, a mind of its own. An appetite of its own. And as I stood there with my blood boiling, I opened the trash compactor and I looked at those jaws of death. Those jaws that could crush anything. Anything! I took a grapefruit and I threw it in there and slammed it shut and I hit the on button. And chop, 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 squash. I opened it up and there was nothing in there but blood guts from the grapefruit splattered out of it. I looked around and there was Estelle's hat sitting on the kitchen counter. Her lousy Grecian formula sixteen stained hat. I threw it in the trash compactor. Chop 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 splat. I opened the trash compactor. I was reaching in to get the mangled hat out and laugh at it when the cat walked into the kitchen. I always hated that stinking cat. Only time it ever bothered with me is when it was hungry. Feed me. And there I was wearing my good seal, sucker. And the cat was rubbing its hair all over my leg. The trash compactor almost said, yes, yes, feed me the cat. Feed me the cat. I am your trash compactor. Feed me the cat. You want to do it, don't you? So do it. It would be so easy. Just pick up the cat, put him inside the trash compactor, and turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. So I picked up the cat, and I put him in the trash compactor. And before the little maggot could get out, I slammed it shut. My hand moved to the on button, and I turned it on. Chop, 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 Blood! I opened the trash compactor, and there was nothing in there but blood and fur! I was starting to feel better when Chauncey walked into the kitchen. My stinking nephew, Chauncey! Uncle Grease, how come you never play ball with me? Uncle Grease, how come you never ride me on your shoulders anymore? Uncle Grease, can I have some money? Uncle Grease, would you talk to me? Uncle Grease, aren't you gaining weight? Uncle Grease, Uncle Grease, Uncle Grease! Five minutes later, I was standing all alone in the kitchen. A unique feeling of peace had come over me, and I was smoking a camel just looking out the window 
when my sister Nadine walked into the room and said, uh, Grace, have you seen Chauncey? I said, yes, Nadine. I think he's playing with the cat. <laughs> 932, DC 101. All right, let's do that. The hangover rap. You can do it. You wake up early with your belly churning, your head is pounding, and your eyes are burning. The room smells like something died, and there's some pig lying by your side. You wonder how she got there in your bed, and who put that paper bag over her head? You can't remember if you've hobbled and you pray to God you haven't gobbled. God almighty, she's a tank. Oh no, your mustache smells rank. Let's rap. I do that hangover rap. I still that rap. I do that hangover rap. On your hands and knees, you make that crawl across the carpet in the hall. There's such pain you can't believe. Oh, no, 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 you gotta heave. What a headache. It's a double-decker. You bow to the bowl like a Muslim at Mecca. All the guys are laughing in their bunks as you're in the crapper blowing chunks. Let's rap. Here's a hangover rap. Get down with your bad tail. We all say, uh, tell the roof off the sucker, tell the roof off the sucker. Say, what? Say, who? Do the bus stop here? I'm on back. Mochi. Holy no. Holy no. Nacho cheese. Diesel fit. I say, nacho cheese. Diesel fit. Bothering me about that. I'm not so sure that your interest in her is purely platonic. Honey, I merely I want to teach her the American way of life and, uh, you know, learn her English and uh, the whole shmee. Yeah, but, uh, I, mean, I know, honey, but, you know, it was something about that incident the other night. I just kinda... What incident the other night? Well, you know, you were trying to show her how to, uh, uh, you know, work the electrical appliances and so forth. Oh, yeah, and she was unfamiliar with the electrical appliances in the Greece Palace kitchen, and she uh, accidentally gave herself a bolt of juice. <laughs> Honey, I had to help her. I mean, she was lying on the floor. I mean, she had so much electricity in her, there was no breathing, there was no pulse. I had to give her mouth-to-mouth -mouth restitution. Yeah, I can understand that. It's all very well and good, but honey, you were breathing in the wrong end. Uh, 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 well, I gotta run down. I'll be flight to Angel City to the rest of the AMF. You've been rocking with the best of Greece on DC 101. We do it every Friday night from 9 to 11, two hours of the very best bits from Washington's very best jock, the Grease Man. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Tyson. You know, it's hard to believe that you gotta slip back into your seal. Oh, shit. Lying there. Working on those basal cells. Oh. Yeah. The only effort is to roll over and get another beer. Love's bliss surrounding you. Oh, I mean, oh, oh this day. Oh. Yeah, of course I wasn't totally a lazy lump. Did a little bit of body surfing. You ever do that? Uh, standing there, water up to your chest, waiting, waiting for that right wave. Timing it just right. Stretch it out like an arrow. 
and roaring to the shore. I mean, the explosion of surf all around you. There's nothing like it. We were standing there having a few laughs, but... I don't know, I was looking at something on the shore. I got distracted. My honey yelled, watch out, baby, there's a big one behind. Wham! That wave hit me in the back and sent me us over tea kettle, spinning, a tremendous undertow. I was fighting for the surface, but I was merciless under, under tons of water. My lungs were burning. And then suddenly everything felt all right. Suddenly everything felt all right, and I could see a long tunnel with light at the end of it, and I was... Imagine this pleasant sensation as I got closer to the light. I knew I was shuffling over this mortal coil, and yet, it... on the one hand, I wanted to go closer to the light, and on the other, I was fighting to stay back. I could hear voices calling me. I could hear my honey saying, "My God, you've got to find him. He's under the water somewhere." And then I reached the end of the tunnel. There was a guy sitting at a desk. I said, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" I've read about this. He said, relax, buddy, relax. You gotta check in, all right? I said, check in? What do you mean, check in? This is heaven? He said, this is the staging area. I said, my God, it's too soon. But man, I'm not, it's too soon. I'm in the prime of my life there. He said, everybody's got their problems there. I said, wait, 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 wait. There's gotta be some kind of mistake. He said, there's no mistake. Let me check the list here for today. And you got Grimes, Grossman, Glader. Grace Minnelli. Hey, uh, Grace Minnelli, Nino. I said, wait a minute. No, there's got to be some mistake. I want to talk to the... Uh, I want to speak to the head man. I want to speak to God himself. I, there's got to be a mistake. Yeah. He said, you can't just speak to... I said, I got to speak to him. I said, where is he? I said, he's in the can. I said, well, I'm going to talk to him. If you don't mind, I got to talk to him. He said, I'm going to second thought down. Huh? All right, who's next here? I'm thinking, I can't believe this. I went inside. I said, hello? Excuse me? Lord, are you in here? Can't I have just a little privacy? Can't I just sit here and read the scriptures in peace? I said, Lord, I'm sorry to bug you in the can here, but look, my name is Nino Griezmann Elliott, Dad. I don't care who you are. Get out! Second thought, could you bring me a roll of toilet paper? I tell them, always replace the roll. But does anybody replace it? No! They leave me in here. What do they expect me to do? I, I said, I'm sorry, sir. We all got across the bed. No offense, but... Uh, Look, uh, I know you're busy, and I, I really hate to bug you. I know you don't get many people, but look, man, I'm not supposed to be here now. I, I, I probably, you know, statistically anyway, I should go another 30 some years. And, uh, please, sir, please. Who did you say you were? No, Greg Spinelli, Nino. Ah, the gerbil man. I'm not the gerbil man, for crying out loud. It was, it was some horrible... I tell you, well, I tell you what, send me back, please, Lord. Uh, there's obviously been a mistake. You send me back. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to, uh, to rectify all those... Uh, you know, bad choices. I'll do my best to, to put an end to that kind of thing. Uh, I'll, uh, you know, sing uh, your praises. Uh, just let me back. Let me finish the work I started. Uh, let me, please... All right. You got that fresh roll for me? I, I, I don't have a fresh one. Well, tell you what, look, uh, well, a couple of fives be all right. Look, I got some singles here, some tens. Just get out. Get out! And get me away! Yes, Lord, please, yes, sir. I ran past the desk. I said, Bonnie! Uh, 
He said I could go. Look, here's your locker key back. I don't need it there. Save it for me. I'll see you in about 30 years, okay? I'm, I'm slipping away. I'm slipping away. I'm slipping away. And sure enough, when I came to, there I was, lying in the sand. There was a crowd around me. My honey was crying, and there was a big, beefy lifeguard with a mustache giving me mouth-to-mouth -mouth restitution. I said, off of me, off of me here. Jeez. Oh, I looked up at the sky. I said, Lord, you had to bust my chops, huh? You had to bust my chops. <laughs> I said, let me uphold my share of the bargain. I don't know if I passed out or whether I imagined it, but just let me let me cover my bases here so that I'm squared away for the future, eh? Now wander so aimless, like filled with sin. I wouldn't let my dear savior in. Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night. I said, praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw You're with us every minute, every second of the day. But well, when I'm enjoying, Rosie, could you, you know, please walk away? You know, at least turn your back. I, I, I'm all for omnipresence, but I mean, there are certain limitations, sir. The Sleazebag Sisters, here I go. I was a fool to wander and stray. Yeah,
no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. This portion of the Greaseman Show is being brought to you by Club Ned on DC 101. You have the blower. See who's parking this morning. Hello. Feel free to dial that thing at any time for any reason. Hello, Grease. How are you doing? Very good. Did you have a good vacation? Very good, thank you. Well, that's good. Hey, we were playing Trivia Pursuit yesterday, and, and one of the questions came up. It was pretty funny, so I thought I'd share it with you. What's that? You know what the term diphallus terata means? Diphallus terata? Yeah. That means, yeah, yeah, you got two schmeckles probably, huh? <laughs> That's exactly what it means. I've never heard of it before, but but uh, it was on there. So I thought you might be interested in that. Well, all right, buddy. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be, that'd be kind of tough, though. Does it say what animals are like that? No, I think uh, it happens in humans. Oh, yeah, I guess you could be born that way, huh? That'd be one birth defect I wouldn't want them to fix. <laughs> I wouldn't want them to fix that. Oh, that would be nice. Does that, does that mean you can do two women at a time? You know, that means you could just properly, uh, you know, make the one you got airtight. <laughs> Ed, you're in the spotlight. Fred again. Fred again? What? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm the guy that was at, in the, that's in the hospital. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Oh, they pulled out six teeth yesterday. Six teeth? Yeah, six of my teeth. Yeah. And um, I'm going for a monogram this morning. Wait a minute. You were the guy with the back problem. Right. Why'd they take six teeth? That's, they were hurting me. Wait a minute, that's unbelievable. You mean your back is hurt? All of a sudden they got to yank six teeth? Yeah. How often do you brush your teeth, Fred? Oh, uh, I didn't too often. Yeah, I bet I bet it'd be a, it'd be a safe to say that you probably brushed them maybe... Well, you brushed them when you were a kid, but then you just gave it up. Yeah. So it was probably a couple of years. Yeah. Right? Long time. How many years would you say? Oh, about three or four. Three or four years. Yeah. And your mouth is rotten. I got about 13 teeth left. Oh, how old are you? I'll be 31 next month. That's disgusting. In this day and age, people should never lose their teeth. I know. We have the technology so that a person can keep his teeth as long as he keeps his health into his 90s. I know. As long as you're alive, you should have your own teeth. And you're 31 years of age with 13 teeth left because you haven't brushed your teeth? Yeah, I'll be having false teeth pretty soon. Are you married? Divorced. No wonder. Who wants to kiss that stinking yap, that pyrrhea-laden, festering gums? Oh, malocclusion. You have no occlusion, let alone a malocclusion. I just need a good woman to take care of me, dude. Yeah, right. Well, you'll never find one. Who wants that? Who wants a gaping, oozing orifice for a mouth? Unbelievable! We have so many maggots. We have so many maggots. We have so many maggots. We have maggots on the line. We have so many maggots. We have so many maggots. We have so many maggots. We have maggots on the line. Look at him. His festering, halitosis-laden mouth. We have so many maggots. We have so many maggots. We have so many maggots. We I am Billios. Uh, very, very Billios. Ten out of six, DC 101. One, two, warmth. And each other's aspirations. Share each other's dreams. I wonder if Estelle has anyone to hold her when the weather turns cool. I wonder if Estelle! Is anyone nearby to ease the pain of her loneliness? No, I don't 
still carry a torch for Estelle. I, I carry pity. We tried, Lord knows. I guess we were just too young. We were just too young. I'll never forget when she got pregnant. She was a two-pack-a-day smoker. I said, Estelle, you gotta knock it off. You gotta knock it off. I'll quit with you. I took a carton of camels, hurled them out the window. I grabbed her bark clays and threw them out the window. Uh, I could tell it was hurting her. I mean, she was frantic. You want to talk about nicotine? But I mean, she she needed to smoke so bad. When I'd break wind, she'd cover one nostril and breathe deep. I mean, there was a woman that needed a fix. But then the marriage eventually crumbled. And by the time she was in her ninth month, we were already in divorce proceedings. That's when I told her that I think the best thing to do is give the baby up for adoption. No sense bringing it into a broken home. We hate each other's stinking guts. What are we going to do? Use the baby as a weapon? She finally agreed and whimperingly. The birth came round and we never saw our daughter. They thought it best that way. I said goodbye to Estelle, and it was a permanent goodbye. There was no shared responsibility. It was AMF, sayonara, aloha, and a steel guitar. People always ask me, Grace, do you wonder? Do you wonder? What happened to that baby that bit the dust so many years ago? Seems like a nice person, actually. staying in the area. They'd probably give her to some people right around here. We were living in College Park at the time. A couple of years ago, I was on a date with this young girl. Nice. We ended up back at the Grease Palace. In the aftermath of his Esty session, as she played with my copious chest hair, she told me she was adopted and glad of it because she had the most loving mother and father in the whole wide world. I said, did you know you were adopted right from the start? She said, yes. Yes, I do. They told me right away. I'm the product of divorced parents. Father's in the entertainment industry. I said, your father's father. She said, yeah, he's some kind of I don't know, comedian or disc jockey or something. My God. Making believe I was reaching for the pack of camels on the nightstand, I leaned over her and looked at her tochas, and sure enough, there was that same birthmark that it still had. She said, why are you trembling? I said, I just, you know, I'm trembling from the exhaustion. You are quite the exhausting young lass. She said, oh, I... She said, you look pale. You all right? I said, no, I'm fine. I just, you know, the postcoital uh, lack of color. It's a common affliction. I said, you ever wondered? You ever wondered about what they were like? 
She said, never, never. Can you imagine some father turning me away just because it was too inconvenient for him to get a divorce? Just because he got a divorce, he decided no fuss, no muss, he wants to go out and hobble around? Can you imagine a slime ball who would disregard all responsibility and say, well, the marriage isn't working out, so I want to get back into the swing of things and I don't want to have a ready-made family, so I'll just give her up to an adoption agency at AMF? Can you imagine the dirtbag that would turn me loose? I said, no, I can't. I can't imagine I stuck my head out there. I went, oh, never. 52 degrees. So I opted not for the seal. Instead, I figured quarter, I'll be a corduroy boy today. And then we'll be down in the middle 40s tonight. And then Saturday, mostly sunny and milder, upper 70s. Labor Day weekend, partly sunny, highs near 80. So it should be a good weekend. Right now, 52 degrees. The grease went here with some live U2 on DC 101. On a holiday, it's nice to do something different. It's a block party weekend. Three songs back-to-back from your favorite rockers is what we're doing today. we got some Stones coming up directly. i got some Springer coming up. It's going to be an action-packed hour musically and, and shrieking-wise, too. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pick up the telephone. Let me take care of just, a, just a, a second or two here of business, and then I'll pick up that 4321-101. Something is happening in Choke Canyon. And before eight. The grease here. I'm trying to answer the phones as quickly as possible. I know it's a little tricky sometimes. Uh, weather forecast, uh, rain for the next few days, cloudy, ugly. Temperature in the 70s till probably Friday. Well, then again, we may. They say we may get low 80s in town in D.C. I'm gay. We'll still be in the 70s today, but here at Ground Zero, we might just see uh, 80. Right now, it's uh, 65 degrees in charge here. 4321101, my number. I got a guy on the line here. Uh, tell me about a girl that took him out over the weekend. Yeah, buddy. Put the bill, paid the check. You ever been out with her before, buddy? No, not before then. And did, did you hobble? Not yet. Working uh, on it. Working. I mean, she took you out. She bought the food. And then what happened? At the end of the night, did you go for it? Well, I sort of played it cool. I went for a little bit and let her know that I'm interested, you know. She's nice-looking, man. Yeah, but why didn't you, why didn't you just grab that thing? I mean, if she took you out and mind you're dying, that must mean that she's ready. I mean, she's interested at least. I think it was more... She's on the rebound from an old boyfriend, so I'm going to let that sit. All the better. That means she's even more vulnerable. I, wanna, I don't want to hobble it and spoil it. I want to get it again and again and again. Well, it doesn't matter. You have to, I, can't, I can't believe you. This woman takes you out and spends the big bucks on dinner, and, and you don't close on that thing, buddy. If she's on the rebound from an old boyfriend, women that are having problems with their boyfriend, boy, they will honk a bobo in a second. <laughs> I mean, they really will. It's like a way of getting back at their boyfriend. I'll show that bastard. <laughs> That's how they are, buddy. Believe me. Maybe a woman on the rebound. Boom, she's yours. Yeah, uh, she still cares about it. Am I going to let that I go? know that. That's why she'll do this so hungrily. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, because she cares, uh, she has to vent this emotion that she's feeling. Buddy, I can't believe it. Uh, obviously, obviously you have not read the Hobbit the Gaga handbook. I assign you to that. That will be your remedial reading. You'll certainly need the chapter uh, 56, What They Say After. Yeah. What they say after. Because a lot of times in the blissful aftermath, you know, while you're smoking your camel, they'll say something that you need a snappy rejoinder for. Because it could get pretty heavy there in the trenches. Especially like that girl you were talking about there, buddy. Somebody you know and looks nice. You were kind of surprised by the invitation. But in actuality, she, she wanted you all along. 
you this. These are the most oftentimes, oftentimes heard statements after a shuddering Shangri-La. Number one is, I didn't mean for this to happen. was sitting on go all night long. That's why you invited me here. That's why you were brushing up against my thigh. You didn't mean for this to happen. That's why you were bumping and grinding when we were dancing there. Why, when I'd light your cigarettes, you wouldn't just take the light. You'd cup my hand in both of yours and tweak my palm. I didn't mean for this to happen. What do you say? Or, the second most often heard is, I'd sure feel better about this if you weren't Sid's best friend. Yeah, what do you say? It's like, oh, this one. I hope you didn't release inside me. Oh, this one's great to hear. I guess this means we'll be seeing a lot more of each other. Oh, jeez. Oh, Nelly. Where are my jeans? This one. This, oh man, you know what? How about this one? This one that you're choking on your camel. I think I'm falling in love with you. Oh no! <laughs> now what do you say? What do you say to all of the above? Well, there's one that works well. The same answer will work for all of the above statements. The answer is this. Oh, yeah. He's nuts. He's the Grease Man on DC 101.
uh, 15 minutes after 8 o'clock here at DC 101. I don't know. Yeah, the sprains, the aches, the pains. Eh, it's only a matter of time before I stand in front of the table. On that final day of judgment, before I stand there and St. Peter looks down the list. Let me see. Grossman, uh, Grizzle, Green. Ah, here we are. Grace Minnelli. That's when I'll break into song so he won't immediately banish me. I'll start singing. I wandered so aimless, life filled with sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in. And then Jesus came like a stranger in the night. I said, praise the Lord. Will you leave me in the lurch? Because of that time I accidentally broke wind in church. Yeah, it felt so good, but I know it wasn't right. So praise the Lord, help me see the light. Now the sleeves bag, sisters. I was a fool to wander and stray. That's it, baby. Straight is the gate and never the way. Jiggle them puppies. Now I have prayed and for the Lord. What'd you say? Praise the Lord. I saw the light, I saw the light, I saw the light, no more darkness, no more light, now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside, praise the Lord, I saw the light, just like a blind man wandered alone, worries and fears I claim for my own, then like a blind man who got gave back his eyes. Would my halo have an unsavory sheen? If when I get to heaven, I still continue to use my Grecian formula 16. I don't want to be the only graying angel up there. Please, Lord, can I use it? Can I use it? Can I please get a hunk? Get a hunk? Get a hunk? Get a hunk? Get a what? Everybody now. I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness. No It is written in the Bible that he is with you every second of every day. Think of that the next time you're grunting your way through a massive gas of constitutional. Lord, please allow me my privacy, or I'll line my bathroom walls with lead. There. And no one can see through that, not even Superman. Yeah, buddy. I do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, Nelly. 
Yeah, cloudy day today, but that's all right. It's nice to have a day off, isn't it? Cloudy or not. Nice to lie there flat on your back in bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and tomorrow's supposed to be cloudy and rainy, too. Right now, uh, we're looking at 65 degrees. We expect upper 70s today. Yeah, the grease here. What a weekend we have going on this weekend. Man, oh, man. You've noticed three of your faves in a row. It's uh, We're celebrating uh, the last summer, last weekend of the summer. So if you hear three songs back-to-back -back from your favorite people, do not be alarmed. It is our M.O. of the day. The grease here, doing the shrieking and reeking. Uh, it's uh, 23 before 9. Uh, I don't know. We have a lot of time for a lot of bits today, but uh, no Clint Eastwood stuff, though. Please, please spam me a request. If you want to call 432-1101, you can go ahead and ask for anything you want. But uh, anything with Clint Eastwood, because I feel that that is uh, it's already uh, been overdone. Uh, I know people are making tapes of this and sending it to Clinton. It's only a matter of time before he gets fed up with hearing these flights of fancy and shows up. I don't want any problems. Uh, I don't want any difficulties. But... We'd ride the metro every day. No, we wouldn't be on the yellow line or the red line. We'd be on the brown line. It's a special line that runs from Dupont Circle to Calorama. And every day, as we rode to our little place, I'd, I'd smile and look at him and uh, probably dance around and sing. Uh, it had to be you. It had to be you. No other guy can make me so high. It had to be you. Oh, how I feel when you make me squeal. When we make love, meet stars above. It's just unreal. It just had to be you. I know squinting the, to see the stars can paint us. Let me squint. Ah, yes, I think I see Uranus. It had to be you. Had to be you. It had to be you.